Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Friday, October 29th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the latest from the CFPB, Fannie Mae Q3 results, and a deeper dive into the latest GDP report. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. I got some exciting news yesterday. Snickers are gluten-free. Actually, I don't care. The more gluten, the better, frankly. Is the government even going to allow us trick-or-treating this year? But I figured I'd pass that along as it is much more fun to talk about than, say, COVID. The press has turned its attention to the Delta Plus COVID variant. It'll never end. Housing discussions are constant also. And Ivy Zellman, CEO of Zellman & Associates and author of Gimme Shelter, co-hosts the Mortgage Collaborative's The Rundown with Rich and Rob, today at noon Pacific. Something else that doesn't end is marketing. I'm amused when I receive a plain envelope in the mail and the letter inside begins with, this is not just another life insurance offer. Because we all know it is just another life insurance offer. Technology isn't going to end or go away, but in a good way. Want to sell your mortgage vendor company to a VC firm or receive private equity money? Label it a mortgage technology disruptor firm. Would breaking up Facebook, Amazon, and Google destroy innovation? Excuse me, it's Meta now, not Facebook. Probably just like breaking up the Bell telephone system destroyed our ability to communicate. We received several emails about the CFPB. Rob, are you hearing that the CFPB is searching emails in an effort to be out for blood and is suggesting lenders ignore the ability to repay requirements just to lend minorities? I don't know the answer to that, but feel free to contact the CFPB at its website to ask. The Consumer Finance Protection Bureau has announced that it is issuing a final rule applicable January 1st, amending the official interpretations for Regulation Z, which implements the Truth in Lending Act. The Bureau is required to calculate annually the dollar amounts for several provisions in Regulation Z. This final rule revises the dollar amounts for provisions implementing TILA and amendments to TILA including under the Home Ownership and Equity Protection Act of 1994, and the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act. In his first testimony to the House Financial Services Committee as the confirmed director of the CFPB, Rohit Chopra said that a lack of competition in mortgage refinancing was hurting disadvantaged borrowers. Quote, Today, there are many other places where greater competitive intensity would benefit households and businesses alike. For example, I'm concerned that there is a dearth of competition in the mortgage refinance market for families with lower balance mortgages. The lack of refinancing may disproportionately affect communities of color and others that are historically disadvantaged. We will be keeping a close eye on practices that might impede competition. In recent months, Chopra indicated that he would focus on the housing market's unlawful and unavoidable foreclosures and systemic inequalities faced by families of color. The CFPB has taken an increasingly substantial role in the oversight of ongoing mortgage servicing and CARES Act forbearance 
and is expected to significantly ramp up fair lending examinations and enforcement. The Mortgage Bankers Association believes that the market is best served when the CFPB uses its supervisory tools to provide clear and effective published guidance. Fannie Mae told us this morning that its net income was $4.8 billion in the third quarter of 2021, compared with $7.2 billion for the second quarter of 2021. That's quite a drop. Although its net worth increased to $42.2 billion as of September 30th. Fannie Mae had $115.4 billion of single-family home purchase acquisitions in the third quarter of 2021, of which nearly 50% were first-time homebuyers. LOs are particularly interested in Fannie reporting that home price growth for the first nine months of 2021 was 16.0%, the highest nine-month growth rate in the history of Fannie Mae's home price index. Looking at rates, we saw yesterday that U.S. economic growth slowed more than expected in the third quarter to the slowest pace of the pandemic recovery period, increasing at a modest 2.0% annualized rate, well below the 6.7% growth rate from the second quarter. While snarled supply chains and a surge in COVID cases hurt spending and investment, fortunately there was no sign of stagflation, just a lot of talk about it. Economy-wide demand gained 6.6% on track with the pre-COVID trend. People spent more but got less because of rising prices, though pay at private businesses did gain 9.2%, easily outpacing inflation. The day's $62 billion seven-year note auction went poorly compared to the two-year and five-year note auctions this week, and that helped depress Treasury and MBS prices and drove up yields. Black Knight reported another week of modest improvement in the number of active forbearance plans, with a 19,000 total decline across all investor classes and the strongest decline seen among GSE and FHA and VA plans. As of October 26th, 1.22 million homeowners remain in COVID-related forbearance plans, representing 2.3% of all active mortgages. This week's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac saw fixed-rate mortgage rates rise to their highest level since April, and within striking distance of their year-to-date highs. The average 30-year fixed rate rose 5 basis points to 3.14%. Today's calendar is busy. September personal income was down 1%, and spending was up 0.6%. The core PCE price index, a Fed favorite, was up 0.2%, as expected, and Q3 employment costs were up 1.3%, strong. Later this morning brings Chicago PMI and final October Michigan sentiment. The New York Fed desk will target up to $4.7 billion, mortgage-backed securities, and conventionals. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse an eighth to a quarter, and the 10-year yielding 1.60 after closing yesterday at 1.57%. Blame vague inflation fears. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Why pumpkins are better than men. Every year you get a brand new crop to choose from. No matter what your mood is, pumpkins are always ready to greet you with a smile. One usually makes a better pie. They're always on your doorstep there waiting for you. If you don't like the way he looks, you can just carve up another face. If you start smelling up your place, you can just throw him out. From the start, you know a pumpkin has an empty, mush-filled head to begin with. And finally, a pumpkin is turned on, or lit up, only when you want him to be. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com.
If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.